There it goes. Just didn't pick up. Oh. But we're rolling now. You clicked it too hard. I clicked it too hard. I flicked it too hard. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Technology. Yeah, it is what it is, man. You figure it out. You figure it out eventually. You better figure it out because if you don't, that's just the way the world's going. How uh, how many episodes have you tallied? How many episodes we've lost in the ether? Uh oh, you mean just like oh, you talking about like lost, lost? Yeah, like just from just from l- the learning curve. The learning right? curve. Uh not many. They've all been salvageable. Really, they haven't been. We've only. The last one we did was as close as I've come to having to scrap one where I was like, I can't, I can't fix this, but I, I, I did enough that I got something out of it. It's not great, but I got something out of it, but, and that's the one that's going to be coming out to, well, I guess tonight Today. it'll be in here. In the, it'll be out there in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. That one's pretty tough, but past that, that's really the only one. Uh, Colton was always our, our bad luck charm. He was like, every time I did an episode with Colton, we lost video. Every single time. Like, that he came on for the first three or four he was on before we started doing Last Minute Laugh. Yeah. So he was on like four times before we started doing Last Minute Laugh. Every single one, if he came on, we lost video every time. Wow. Nobody saw him until Last Minute. Last Minute Laugh was the first time that he was actually on camera, but he had been on here four times. With the honeymoon. The first episode. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first one that uh, he was actually on camera, but he had been on the show four times before that. Huh. But that was the first time he'd actually been on camera and people could see him. Because he, he, every time he came over, the video would screw up. Uh, maybe there's a trend there. It's, yeah. Uh, the, first, weird. the first one I sat down for, the lost episode, I like to call it. Yeah. I forgot we lost yours. Yeah. Uh, we didn't we, lose we it. We lost we had audio. It. Yeah. Well, I was like... Y'all could hear me, but I was closest to the only mic yep. picking anything up. And then y'all, you said everyone sounded like. Yep. <laughs> no, I forgot about that one. That's the one we couldn't salvage. Yeah. It's still out there. We just. Somewhere. Can't figure out how to do it. I still got to save it on there. It's there. If I could figure out how to make the audio a little bit better on me and Colton's end, we could probably put it out. Yeah. But it'd be tough. Be tough to hear. Yeah. Well, it would be tough to hear because I can fix the audio on me and Colton's side, but then it sounds like you're a stage announcer. Like, it's super loud. <laughs> like, you scream and me and Colton are normal. <laughs> or I make you where you don't scream and you can't hear me and Colton. Yeah. Is it all... I don't know how editing works. You're, you will. I will. We're going to figure it out. We have to. Yeah, we're going to. We're going to figure it out. So... Colton's missing right now. It's true. Missing in action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the last I heard, he's in Brazil. He's trying to create a whole new life. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. He took his money and ran. He robbed a bank. He's wanted right now. Wanted for what? Robbing a bank. Robbing a bank? Yeah. He took the money. He's in Brazil. We hope we see him again. But if not, R.I.P. He should have went, per- went to Peru. Yeah. What a dude. Go on one of those uh, guided ayahuasca. I cannot trips. believe you just said that because that's my that's my uh, that's my white whale as far as vacations. Peru. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to go to. I think it's Chile. Yeah. The exchange rate is really good, and uh, I feel like as long as I don't say too much, I could probably blend in with most of the locals. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Peru's my white whale, man. That's the that's the vacation that I told myself I would never I know this sounds this sounds kind of like uppity. I'm not I'm not trying to make it sound like that. Yeah. But I told myself I would never go to Peru until I could afford it. Like I, you are not going to spare any expense when you go. When I go to Peru, um that will be a vacation I will not go until I can afford it. That's fair. Until I can afford every single thing I want to do, I will not go. What? Well, so I'm now I'm curious. What are all of these things? Oh God, dude! There's there's so many. Uh, it, 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 and so I'll tell you this: I have a, there's a package that you can get out there, and I usually don't do packages. I like to go on my own. But the particular company that this goes through, it's they're not touristy. Yeah, they go to so like in part of the package, you go up and stay 
at this uh basically by this lakeside yeah but they there's no hotels or anything up there so they set you up with a family that you have to stay with for three days so you're immersed in the culture yes. of peru and they make it peru. that way on that this package makes it that way they're like you're not doing the touristy stuff like this is you're gonna be in the you're going to peru you know what i'm saying you're gonna yeah. see peru and that's why I've always said, I, and it, the, so again, it's one of those things that the package is 17 days. Oh. Yeah, you're there 17 days. So, and I will not go till I can afford that package. That's fair. Yeah. That, that reminds me of a, a trip me and my wife took to Puerto Rico before yeah. we had the kids. Uh, me, being the very social person that I am, uh, we got there and... There were just so many small situations where my wife was constantly like having to rope me back in. Like, right. where are you going? Oh, well, I was just talking to these people. Yeah. Hey, we're going to go do this. Like, hold on. What? <laughs> yeah. Do you know those people? Oh, yeah. They live right down the street. What? Why are you having this conversation right now? <laughs> right. I That was like, that was a blur, though. I was like probably 22, 23. Yeah. I was pretty much drunk the whole week. Uh, sure. I mean, if you go on vacation <laughs> when you're 22 or 23, you're not getting anything out of it. Like, you're just going to get fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was... Everything was... It couldn't have been in a better situation. Yeah. So, like, uh, she has family there. Oh. So, uh, yeah. And where they were is called The Hill. Because it's like a gated community. Mm-hmm. It's where pretty much the high rollers of the main island live. Right. And, uh, like, the guy down the street owned, like, 11 or 12 McDonald's. Like Jesus, huge wrought iron fences, beautiful concrete work and sculptures in the front yard. Just like three or four tiers, like just on the property that's built. Like you just drive by it. Everyone's got their own custom golf carts. They all wave and say, "Hey," as they're pulling a drink out of the cooler. Nice, right? But they call them expats, right? Yeah, it's it's expatriates. It's just a bunch of Americans that have done really well for themselves, and they all just live in this particular part of Puerto Rico. So there was a guy that used to work at the place we worked at, and his parents, they went to, about 10 or 15 years ago, they went on vacation to the Virgin Islands. Yeah. And they came back and told him, that's where we were going to retire to. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, okay, yeah, well, no, but you're not leaving America. They Get out of here. No. And he said the closer it got, the closer it got, he goes, oh, they're serious. Yeah. Like, they're really, and the day that, so she retired about two years before he did, he retired, and the day he retired, they were on a plane. Like, they were, and haven't been back. Uh, he goes and sees them. They don't come see him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they don't come back. That seems to be a popular thing. Having an exit strategy. Yeah. I don't know. It's something different. You know, you, that's a big page turn in anybody's life anyways. You're yeah. Not, you're getting done working. You know, you're going to treat yourself. I mean, who really wants to stop working and then still do the exact same thing? Like, go to the same place, see the same people, and do all the same things that you just have happen to have time for while you were hitting the grindstone. Oh, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Ah, no, just change the whole culture. Yeah, and well, and a lot of people they do it for not only do they like the place they go, but they're doing it because you know, let's say you retire with a million dollars, and you go over there. It's like two now, million now you got five million dollars. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm it's saying? And, and now you got five million dollars. You don't yeah. have two. You have five. You know, it's so that's why a lot of a lot of people do it, which I completely understand. I, I get that. Yeah, I uh, I've never been anywhere that just blew my hair back so bad that I thought I wanted to live there. I was like, this is nice for now. Like I, I but if you're telling me I'm going to be here in six months, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want to be here in six months. You know, I just never have found that place. I might one day, but I've just never found that place where I went. Yeah, this is better than where I'm at. You know, and not necessarily waco for, not that but just america in general just like oh yeah i like this better than over there yeah i there's probably never been a place that i've stayed at where i couldn't see myself getting tired of yeah i yeah. Uh, i do like home sure i don't know i guess i'm a creature of habit in that way yeah i uh i've never been in a place where i thought i could be there for a while not overseas or not out of out of the country there's a few places in the country that I could probably see myself going and like not being butthurt about it, but uh, definitely not out of the country. I hadn't ran into that yet. Yeah. Well, 
There's a lot of amenities that we have as Americans. That That's, I think, what it is. I'm a creature of comfort. It's and it's hard to. This is the most comfortable place in the world, man. If you don't think so, just go somewhere else for a while. And then go, oh, well, yeah, we are kind of like. It don't even take a while. No, it doesn't. You go to another country and you figure out real fast. You're like, holy shit, we have a lot of uh, creature comforts that majority of the, the planet doesn't have. <laughs> and good or bad, I mean, it makes us a little soft, but also. That contrast is a good thing to have in your mind, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's so many people that <clears throat> born, live, grow up, and die. They don't even move out of the four or five blocks that yeah. you know, they lived in their entire lives, uh-huh. and that's it. Um, I think, but they still have a lot of amenities. Yeah. I, I think that's what... I wish people would get out more, because I think... And I'm not trying to be Captain America here or anything. I'm really not. We got our problems, but I think those people that bitch so much about our problems, I'm like, go somewhere else for a while, man. Like, if you really think it's that bad here, go somewhere. And I'm not saying, I'm not one of those people that get out of our, no, not that. I'm saying, don't get out of America. Just go somewhere else for a little while. And if you think it's better, that's great, man. That's good. I'm, I'm glad that you found what you're looking for. Yeah. But I think those people... Like you can talk that shit here because you can talk that shit here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you talk that shit over there, it doesn't go the same way. Nope. That doesn't work the same way. So if you like talking your shit, you need to hang here. This is where you need to be. Like you know, it's it's this is the place to be because it doesn't work that way everywhere else. You know, it's true. I think uh, I don't know. I think a lot of people do it just to do it. Yeah, and I'm not saying that, you know, this is the only great place in the world. There's a lot of places in the world that are great. It just, I don't know, man. It, it, we got it pretty easy, man. It's, it's, we got it pretty simple. We do. All I right. mean, we go through we go through a pandemic and they give us money. <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying that was the best idea in the world. All I'm saying is, is like, there's no other governments handing out cash. Hey, you know? y'all can't work? Here. Yeah, here. Here's we'll, some cash till we'll, we figure we'll it out. Bills. Yeah, we'll pay you bills till we get it figured out. And then inflate everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, they're going to get their money back. Uncle Sam's going to get his. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that shit's going to happen. He's getting his. But but he, he gave us a nice loan. <laughs> I guess. I, I, it's all it was. Yeah. We are paying it back. Sure, we're going to. Did you know we're the only society ever to willingly give up the right to be taxed with no limits like yeah, I mean, in history yeah I mean, america yeah <laughs> yeah okay that sounds like a great idea that yeah. that won't fail yeah <laughs> oh i tell my daughter all the time like I, i've told her before because we kind of go over like well we, we talk about this kind of stuff because I, I want her to be aware aware and educated you yeah. know like and i tell her i'm like look man listen the chinese the 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 middle east all this stuff they've been around we're only uh, we're only about 250 years into this little dog and pony show you know what i'm saying i was like this so them over there they're they're a lincoln town car like they're gonna be around forever they're gonna have a million miles on them it's Mm -hmm. gonna be fine we're in like a Corvette that a twenty-year-old kid is driving. Like we, we just ride it till the brakes come off. Like that, ride it till the wheels come off, and hopefully you're not here when the wheels come off. Like that's all you can hope for. Because this is not set up to be successful. This is set up for right now. Like it's that's such a great analogy. I love uh, that. It's 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 it, this is set up for right now. Like this is not set up for a thousand years from now. Oh yeah, this Was is it, set up for right now. Uh, Arnie. Arnie was talking about it in one of his interviews. Um, he's like, he's super focused on infrastructure, right? <laughs> we, as a, like, the whole country is operating on an infrastructure that was really put in place in the 60s. Yeah. We have, like, way more people yeah. than we were expected to support <laughs> yeah. that when everything was put in place back yep. then. It's like... We're already limping along. Like, yeah. there's, there's so many things that are still outstanding. Don't get me wrong. We're very, you know, we have a lot of in- individual rights. We have running water. We have lights that turn on when we flip a switch. All those things are great. But uh, there's a lot of things that are lacking, too. Sure. I don't know. Uh, uh, you can't sit and think about it too much. You drive yourself crazy. No. So, you uh, you've been having some issues of yourself? Yeah, 
Yeah. That's uh, why we're <laughs> sorry about not putting anything out for a week or yeah. a week and a half at this point. We're getting it all figured out, though. Yeah. It's it's going to settle itself down, and then we're going to get right back on track. And uh, starting right now, we're getting right back on track. We're right back on a horse, man. We're going to feed it all figured out. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Yep. I I do apologize. This is completely my fault. While we're while we've uh, we've been down for this long, it's one hundred percent my fault. But we are we are fixing our holes. I can tell you that right now. We're fixing our gaps right now. There won't be gaps three weeks from now. Okay, that's <laughs> good though. You know, yeah. yeah. Things come up, you figure out where. This you- was definitely a. This definitely showed our weakness, and yeah. we're fixing that right now. Well, you know. When your baby starts walking, and they're gonna fall a couple times. Yeah, that's yeah. all. This we is. we definitely found our we definitely found our underbelly, and <laughs> we are we're patching that up as we speak. <clears throat> Just uh, not enough. Uh, it was a one hundred. Like I said, one hundred percent my fault. And I, 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 all of it was my fault. The, the gaps, the the everything. It was my fault because I got really comfortable, and I shouldn't have got comfortable. Yeah, I should never be comfortable, and I got comfortable. Complacency kills. Yep, it did, and this time it bit me right in the ass, man. Sorry. And I, what I don't like, and what I feel really guilty about, is I don't mind when it bites me in the ass. I don't like when I drag four other people down with me. Like yeah. that's what I don't like. Like I, I don't like doing that. And I I got complacent, and I got comfortable, and it dragged all of us down. And that's what I'm having. I'm struggling with right now. Well, no, that's some struggle. You can beat yourself up about it, but. Uh, you have a solution. Yeah, we've got a solution. Plan in place. Just gotta. We. It's just taking time now. Yeah, you just gotta take that energy. Yep. Stop beating yourself up, and we'll just have to move forward. Yeah. Luckily, you got some uh, pretty consistent people on board. Yeah. All of us are pretty much in this to be in this. Oh so yeah. That that helps a lot. I'm just glad we don't. I. I there's not. I, I'm so happy with what we have now because there's not one flaky person. Like that's the best part. Is I don't look around and go oh that got sketchy like you know i don't i don't have any of that which makes it way better that there's no sketchy people in it yeah yeah or no people that i think are gonna hop out or like you know because in everybody's own little way they're contributing something that if we lose it it's a problem you know like it's gonna be an issue if we lose it and uh i i'm just glad that i'm not i don't have to worry about that it's true with everybody so let's talk about some what do you call it i guess it's not a segment but um whether it be today in history yeah okay uh, i don't what do you what would you call that uh like a current events type current thing events, yeah. sure so what do you think about uh our local spacex boy buying twitter so <laughs> I I like it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't full send, man. I don't know how to. I don't. Well, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. Um, I I, I like it. I, I I do like it. Yeah. Uh, what I worry about is is with our country the way it is right now. I feel like that they're going to focus on the negative end of him getting it versus the positive end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what what they're going to focus on is I think a lot of people that have been shadow banned on Twitter yeah, and yeah. have been not only shadow banned but all the way banned. Yeah. And like you just can't be on this platform. I think they're coming back yeah. because I think he's a free speech guy. And so they're going to come back and they're going to people are going to ride that into the ground versus looking at the fact that we had this huge platform of basically there was one guy and his lawyers deciding what you could say and not say on there. Yeah. That's not free speech. It's not free speech. And that being said, going back to when we, when me and Garrett were sitting here talking earlier, I think before you got here, he had put out a whole bunch of tweets about it, about, must take it over and like this is a good thing everybody don't look at it as a bad thing and he had tweeted a bunch of that stuff out and it all got taken down yeah it's all gone here's not any of it left you can look at his twitter account it's gone hmm. and he didn't take it down it was taken down and it was just it's that if that goes away that's a good thing yeah because right or wrong man you still 
I'm not saying that you don't have to. It, it, it's you don't. It's not a. You don't have to suffer the consequences of what you say, but you still have the right to say it. That's now, true. I'm not saying that when you get blowback for it, that's on you. It's like well, it, kind of in the same vein, but not. It's like when my daughter, my my ex wife, and my daughter, when she was like probably seven, they argued like cats and dogs because my daughter wanted to dress herself for school yeah and my ex-wife was like absolutely not because my daughter was picking out pink tutus and green shirts and socks that go up to her knees and you know the it is wackadoo clothes as kids pick what a kid would pick if they and they got into these headbutt arguments about dressing yourself for school and my ex-wife was like will you please tell her that no you're not doing that and i go absolutely not I was like, because this is a thing that she needs to learn. And I sat my kiddo down and I go, look, man, listen, you can wear that to school if you want to. And I'm going to tell your mom that you can wear that to school if you want to. And she was all ecstatic, you know, and she was like, you know, because she got to win over mom, you know, mm. I was like, but I'm telling you this now. I go, you're going to walk into school tomorrow when you wear that. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I go, those kids, I go, kids are brutal. And yeah. I was like, those kids you're not going to make it out alive tomorrow. I was like, they are going to make fun of you so bad. I was like, that you're going to come home crying. And I go, the second you walk through that door crying and say, daddy, they made fun of me. I'm going to go. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And I was like, but what you have to understand is I'm not saying you have to conform to everything. Everybody does be an individual. Yeah. But just remember that being an individual comes with consequences. That's true. So if you want to be an individual, I'm not saying don't wear your tutus, wear your pink socks, wear all that stuff. That's fine. But when those kids do what they're going to do to you tomorrow, I was like, you have to be able to live with that. And you have to be okay with it. I was like, you can't not be okay with it. You have to be okay with it because you got to understand you're the fruit loop in this thing. That's true. I was like, so you have to understand that I'm not going to take. I said, now, if you wear a a Disney princess T-shirt and a pair of jeans and you walk in and they roast you over that. Yeah, I'm the first one at the school going we got to, what are we doing? Like, we got to stop this. You know, yeah. like, can't have them picking on my kid like this, you know. But if you're wearing that shit and they're making fun of you, I go, not a chance. I go, I'm going to go, yeah, yeah, that's the way it goes, that's, man. That's a battle she picked. So go ahead and go do that because that's what you picked, you know. Yeah. And the next day she was wearing jeans and a t-shirt to school because she was like, she went home and thought about it. I told my ex-wife, I go, just tell her. Like, this is what's going to happen. Like, so get ready for that. You know, yeah. and th- she's going to not do it. But it's the same thing with the going back to the Twitter thing. Mm-hmm. You can say anything you want. Say it. But you have to understand there's consequences to everything you say. Yeah. So when you say it, just be prepared for it to come back on you. Yeah, that's how, that's uh, that's where I think it's going to go. It's, I mean... The other medias are going to do what they want to do with it, anyways. But, sure, uh, I, it will get it will get worse before it gets better. Oh yeah, but I I think a lot of people are going to find themselves going, oh, well, not only can I no, I can say this now, but they can also say that to me. Yeah, now, yep, exactly, oh, that's true. Uh, you know, you you play stupid games, you win stupid. Yeah, prizes. and and you you have to keep that same energy that when I say this. And they say it back. Yeah, you say, I mean, it's, it's I there. have to be okay with it's that. It's there. Yeah. yeah, I have to be okay with that. And that's where people get twisted, is they want to talk all that shit. But then when somebody turns around and says something back, they're like, you can't say that. It's like, <laughs> you can, though. Like, that's, that's the thing, is you can say that. So you have to be prepared for the other end of this. Well, you know me as an individual. If anybody's, If anybody wants to make a decision... I will gladly help you drive that decision all the way into the ground <laughs> and then sit there and go, all right. Yeah. Now you, you now, just took a shit on the dinner table. Now you got to sit there and look at everybody going, that's my shit. Yep. Like a, yep. Uh, you completely shoved your foot in your mouth yeah. and we're, I'm going to help support you all yeah. the way through this whole situation. You can situation. do that, man. Which is, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a character flaw on my part, but uh, I, I I really help enjoy. I really enjoy people learning their lessons whenever yeah. they feel like they need to impose themselves on other people. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's really what it comes down yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, it's it, I I uh, you know it is what it is, man. And and I'm a very I'm a very outspoken person. Yeah, and I'm a very loud outspoken person. But I also know that when people say stuff back to me, I don't. I, 
you can ask anybody that knows me, man. You cannot offend me. It's just like, words. I am. It's just words. I'm not. You cannot do it. I, you cannot offend me. It does not happen. You can say anything you want, man. I literally will not get offended by anything. Yeah. There's nothing. Now, I know some people that, that say that, and then they get offended by stuff. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> you can say whatever you want to me, man. Now, I will say that when you say it to me, get prepared. Because it's coming back. It's coming back. Yeah. So, there. but you can say anything you want. And, and I, that's where I think I'm really good in not arguments, but debates is you're the one that's going to get riled up. I'm not going to get riled up about anything. Like I'm not getting riled up about this shit. I'm going to state what I think is right. It may not be right. It may be right. I don't know. Yeah. It's what I think is right. But at the end of the day, if you think the very opposite, I'm not mad at you, man. If you get mad at me because I think the opposite of you, that's on you, man. That's true. I, I don't care what you think. Like, you can, you, you can walk up and say, you know, I think the president should be a purple unicorn named Doug. Hey, the great, man. Sounds good. You're batshit crazy, but it sounds good. Like, I, I'm with you. I I'm, fully support you I su- feeling the way that you I feel. I support the way you feel. <laughs> like, I support the way you feel. But I, no. Like, you're crazy, but I support the way you feel. I'm not, I'm not going to get upset at anybody for what they believe in. Never. I, I'll never be that way. I may not believe in what you believe in, but I'll never get upset at what you believe in. Ever, ever. That's your, that's your thing. That's what this country is actually about. Is It's your thing. You do your thing. Don't get mad at me for doing my thing. You're talking about some unbridled freedom over there. Yeah. I, well, I don't know that people can handle that. No, they can't. No. That's the problem we have. They can't. It, it And... I'm, again, I'm not trying to show my age here. Yeah, there was a time. I'm going to show my age a little bit because yeah. there used to be, at, at the same time that we're saying this, uh, there used to be a time where con- the consequences were you got your fucking teeth kicked in. Yeah. That was the consequence. That's been taken away. So there's no, there's no established pecking order well, there's anymore. No- immediate consequence exactly there's no immediate consequence where like i i don't know i was always raised in, in the the environment that i was raised in and and as well as um not just at my home but mm-hmm. like just the community i was raised in and all that stuff like if i walk up to a guy like garrett and call him a fat fucking ape and he punches me in my fucking face. That's what happens. It's an you know, like, immediate, it's so an immediate action. You have to understand that when you walk up to a gigantic fella and you call him a silverback fucking gorilla that's a fat ass, and he takes offense to that and does the Marvel movie silverback meme gorilla thing and does this thing and bounces you across the floor. It's kind of what you got, yeah. man. That's what happens. But that doesn't happen anymore. Now he gorillas you all over the place, and it's his fault. That he gorillaed you all over the place. Not the fact that you walked up and called him a fat-ass silverback gorilla. Not that. That's that, true. That has nothing to do with it. The fact that he silverbacked you all over this room, that's the problem. And that's not the problem. No, it's not. That was the reaction to what you said. That's like uh, people getting offended for other people. Yeah. That's like, it's nuts to me. Yeah. Like, if you walked up and you said something to me and... I thought it was funny, but someone overheard it. Yeah, and they took offense to it. That's still that's still a hate crime. Yeah, like it's like no, I'm, it's I'm sorry. What just yeah. did I just hallucinate? What just happened here? That's yep. not how that works. It, yeah, it's crazy, and that's what I'm saying. Is there's just no there's no consequence. You know, I guess you, it, the way you said it is perfect. There's no immediate consequence to what people say, and uh, that's where your twitters and stuff are a bad thing. Because you're hiding behind a keyboard that you're not. So you take a guy, take a guy like Brock Lesnar. I can get on Brock Lesnar's Twitter right now and call him the biggest piece of shit, and his wife's a whore, and I can say anything I want. He there's, can't. There's he no can't conse- whoop your ass right now. There's no consequence to that because he doesn't even know who I am. That's true. So there's no consequence to that. Now, if you're going to say that, I need you to keep that same energy when that motherfucker is standing right in front of you. I need mm-hmm. you to keep that same energy when you say it to him. But that's the problem we have is we have a bunch of keyboard warriors and you got all these Cheeto fingers out there. They're just sitting in their parents' basement and their dick's the color of their hand with this Cheeto dust because that's all they're doing all day. Yeah. But and they're and and they can do that. 
you know, and, and you're like, I guess if that makes you feel better, I guess. But you're not going to keep that same energy to a man that does that. It's the same thing. It happens in our work all the time. I hear people talking shit and talking shit. And I'm like, go ahead. I, I and, and not just about me, which I do all the time. I hear people say shit about me all the time, but they never say it to me. That's true. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, that's fine, man. But if you're going to say that, just keep the same energy when I get in the room. Yeah. You know, because give me a chance to defend myself, you know. Give me a chance to say something back because you're just telling everybody these things. And yeah, I don't have a defense to it. And it's not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's not going anywhere. And I'm not just talking about me. If if I heard something about you, I would say the exact same thing to somebody else. If I heard somebody talking shit about you, I'd be like, keep the same energy when he walks up and starts talking to me here in a minute. Keep the same energy. Just don't don't lose it. I like I, I like I'd like to think that there's a lot of people that are pretty transparent with me at work, but that's kind of the standard that I try to set with yeah. everybody. Now, don't ask my opinion because I'm going to give it and your feelings will probably get hurt. Yeah. But out of respect for most people, I wait until I'm asked for my opinion. Sure. I, uh, I think people get their feelings hurt way too much over, uh, I don't know why everything has to have an ulterior meaning and we have to say it this way because you can't say just man just say it you overheard me the other day just say it you remember that yeah just say it hey you got to do this well i'd love to yeah the standard is yeah i can't say that i can't do what you're asking me to do you get it and i get it yeah but if we do it that way it won't work yeah it doesn't work that way it's not how it's supposed to be done yep no, and that's the thing that kills you, man. Is is we've taken. I saw you just walk off. You're just like you laughed and just walked off when I said, yeah, that. because like, yep, yeah. And it, 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 I just I don't know where we got lost in this world with like if you have something to say, go say it. Like go if you if something needs to be done, go do it. Yeah. You know, but it's it's turned into this. Well, I, so I need to do this. So now I got to go find this person. To tell this person, to tell this person, to tell them to do it. What the fuck are we doing? Are we playing telephone? Everything's special. What are we doing? Everything is localized and specialized yeah. now. And it, it's it's literally gotten into the way we communicate with people. Yeah. Like uh, the car dealership, for instance. If I, if I have an issue with my vehicle and say, like, I have a taillight that's out and I have a service code that pops up on the cluster and I have like wipers that are broken and I pull into it and this, then a service rider is going to come out. There's one person. He's going to ask me what's going on and he's going to fill out all this information and then he's going to put it in a slip and then that slip, that work order, right? That's, yeah. that's going to go to a guy who changes the oil and he's going to do, he's going to do the normal service first and then it's going to go back. That's no, person number two yeah. and then the drivability guy is going to look at it and he's going to go hey i need to get an estimate on this stuff and say it's a transmission code and there's a, something that needs to be replaced and then that's guy number three yeah. and then guy number four at the parts counter is going to look it up and then that's going to get fixed and then it's going to be a taillight it's going to be another tech so by the time you get your car back there's yeah. been like 20 people that have touched it <laughs> yeah. sat in it drived it around yeah and back in the day, you go to a shop, the guy who's working on it goes, okay, what's going on? Cool. I got it all written down. I'll let you know. Yeah. And then he's going to sit there, call the guy up. The parts are going to come in. He's going to put everything together. He's going to test drive it, check everything, make sure it's good, call you back up, and then go to the cashier or you know the cash register at the front and go, all right, this yeah. is my labor. This is my time. These are the parts. This is what it's going to cost. Yeah, one person. One person. So it, somewhere, somewhere between where we used to be and where we are now, yeah. it's because we have so many people. I think it's a lot yeah. to do with it. But I don't like. I don't understand why everything's gotten so, so specialized. Specialized in yeah. everything. Everything. And it's like it. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if, like, I use working on cars as an example. But like. Our job. It, it, <laughs> Our job it is. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. It's crazy. Like, they just keep adding titles. And I'm like, what are we doing? They break it down into smaller and smaller and smaller pieces. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. Yeah. But they just keep adding the titles, man. So just, I guess, go ahead. Keep adding them. Yeah. 
I don't know what good it's doing, but keep adding them. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... I don't, I don't know where we were going with that. No. We started just, out going somewhere, and then... going. And then we got going down another path. Yeah, we always do. But, oh, that be, that's what I was going to say. That being said, going back to kind of bringing this full circle, at the end of the day, we're sitting here... You know what we're talking about? There's too many jobs. Oh, yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, we're not sitting here going... And uh, you know where dinner's coming from tonight? Because I'm not really sure where dinner's coming. We're sitting here with microphones that we paid with our jobs, talking to nobody. Yep. <laughs> and somebody's tuning in and listening to this right now. So at the end of the day, we can bitch all we want. Not that bad. Nah. <laughs> We're still these, sitting these, these, these are still first world problems. Still first world problems, Bubba. We've got too many jobs. and <laughs> Yeah, right? We got, we're bitching about stuff that people would be grateful to have. Yeah, we're, too, we, we're bitching about too many jobs and the fact and the fact that uh, there's there's 20 people that work on our car versus one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you can't bitch too much, man. I don't guess. That's true. That's true. I try to keep everything in perspective because at the end of the day, I look and go, you know what? I'm not worried about a rocket coming up my ass tonight. Like that's like there's people that are living in the world right now. They're like, I hope my house doesn't get bombed tonight, and I'm yeah. just going to bed like, man, the, the pork chop was a little dry. You know, it's, oh, it's a little hot. I guess yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll turn down my air. I guess I'll turn down my air conditioner in my house. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. In my roofed in my roofed house, and I don't have to worry about weather or or anything <laughs> yeah at i don't know this this has been like eating at the back of my mind a little bit i next time we get colton on we need to go ahead and go over the same content we went over the first time i got brought on i just i felt like that can would connect so well i just haven't had a chance to like yeah we can do it we can do it on the next one yeah we can do it on the next one won't be a problem we can talk about anything on here man yeah you bring it up we'll talk about it okay but bother me. You can bring up whatever the fuck you want to bring up. All right. So, uh, I got an associate at work who is, uh, like he's, I would say he's got a green thumb. Sure. Um, he, uh, he was a cop for a long time mm-hmm. and decided to get out of that field. And, you know, now he's working with us, doing something completely different, obviously. Don't uh, blame him for that. But, yeah, he, he, he's been on, He's been on that topic a couple times, and he's he's really talked about how, you know, his knees are worn out, his back's worn out. He's tired of just trying to have conversations with people that are loud and belligerent, or just yeah. generally, uh, they they don't want to be subdued. Obviously, yeah. I don't know, I don't know many people that willingly want to deal with that. But, yeah, uh, I mean, if if you forget the cops called on you, it's not a good day. Yeah, but um. Uh, it's so refreshing to know that someone who can be in a, like who has been in a, in my opinion, a field that can really mess with your head. Sure. Uh, so he's got good focus on, on things that are important. You know, yeah. we have conversations, you know, he talks about, he talks about his daughter. He talks about his wife. He talks about his hobbies at home. Like he, from what I can tell, other than like his wear and tear on his body, he hasn't really let it affect him as a person. Yeah. Um, those guys see shit, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll really be do. the first if I sit here, especially if I got any family that's listening. If if I start talking about cops, they're going to be like, "This guy's so full of shit." I've never been a cop guy, but I understand what they have to do. I I don't, I'm not a cop guy because they, you know what it is. It's one of those things that uh, there's I let the bad apple spoil the bunch, which I shouldn't do, yeah. but I do, and. There's nothing I can't change that about myself. I tried to, I can't change that about myself. So I under I, I will say this: I understand what they do, and I understand their purpose. Yeah, that's as far as I can go. That's fair, <laughs> Cause, but because for the most part, fucking dicks. So. Yeah, but you know, I, you know, I think I think uh, you think you know, just a bad run in will do that. Yeah, I can tell you, almost every experience I've had with a police officer has been pretty pleasant. Pretty forever. pleasant, everybody. Yeah. And it has, so I think my father, uh, he told me this whenever I was getting old enough to start driving and stuff. And it, uh, it really connected. Like, I'm 
I see things in really black and white. Yeah. I, I have a really hard time seeing like gray areas. Sure. So I understood. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna confess a couple things that I probably shouldn't on here, but yeah. it, it's all in the past, and you know I'm not the same person I was back then. So if anyone has a problem with it, they can just fucking deal with it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I remember my dad telling me as I started uh, getting to the point where I was driving around and stuff. He's like, if you ever get pulled over or anything, just know that is you're going to get a lot more cooperation all the way around if you're just honest just be yeah. honest if you don't do anything else just don't lie to a cop yeah. because there are so many more issues that you could have if a law enforcement officer is asking you questions and you choose to withhold the truth or yeah just like it's just it's bad news so i always did that right well there was a time when i started college and i was I was smoking the reefer. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I can think of two specific times. Um, one, we were on our way to a party. Both of these, I was underage. Mm-hmm. After high school, but like, you know, right at the very beginning of college. Sure. Got pulled over once. Everybody's kind of sweating bullets. Uh, had some booze in the car. Shouldn't have. Uh, but me and my other buddy who sits in the back seat, you know, we had already just kind of blitzed it up at the house. We didn't have anything on us because that's, yeah. al- that's illegal. True. There's a lot of things you can do behind private, you know, right. on behind your private property doors. that you can't do yeah. because you're going to, you're going to get yourself in trouble. But I remember this, you know, one officer just bringing the light up to the window, looking in and he's just seeing me like the snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> I am out of it. And uh, at some point, someone had asked the question, like, what's going on with him? Oh, he's high. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, I'm high. Are you okay? No, I'm great. I feel great. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, do you have anything? No, I don't have anything. That would be bad. Why would I have anything? I did all this at my house. Yeah. And he's like, wow, he's he's serious right now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. Anyways, they ended up letting us go and went to the party anyways. Another time, we were already at a party. And we had the cops called on us there. And uh, they came in underage again. Like I said, the whole first year out of, out of high school. Sure. Know, like, uh, I don't know. Everyone finds their way at some point, I guess. Yeah. A lot of kids just kind of go wild that first year. Yeah. But uh, the cops come in. They go, hey, what's going on? Uh, y'all are called, noise complaint, how many of y'all are of age? They made us pour out all our booze and stuff like that. And then the cop goes, <clears throat> well, you know, I could get, you know, every one of y'all could get uh, a charge right now, which I mean, justifiably, at the time he could. And he, But he said, you know, I just, I don't feel like ruining everybody's lives here, but nobody's leaving. Y'all aren't leaving. Um, I think I moved the camera on accident. Did you? Now you're good. I did move it. There you go. Um, But uh, anyways, he's like, nobody's leaving this place. Everybody's been drinking here. Nobody's going home. We're going to post someone. It was like an apartment complex. We're going to post someone out of the apartment complex. None of y'all are leaving. And I was like, I raised my hand. I was like, I'd like to leave. (laughs) And he's like, I just said no one's leaving. And I said, oh, I understand that, but I haven't been drinking. And he said, why are you at a party if you haven't been drinking? I said, because when I get home, I'm going to get high. <laughs> he, was, and he was like, do what? And I said, yeah, I don't even like drinking. I was going to smoke pot. And he's just, his <laughs> eyes got real big. And I was like, I don't have anything on me. You can go through all of my stuff. I am legally here and I am sober. Yeah. I want to leave. So I can go home. And uh, he was like. All right, well, you got to blow in my face. So I know, I know that you're not lying to me, and you haven't been drinking. And so, like, I blew in his face, and he was like, "Okay, you just didn't know booze on your breast, so you can go." And he even said, "All right, if anybody needs a ride home, you can go with him." Yeah, because he is a sober driver, and he's yeah, he's the DD. Yeah, I ended up like carting like six people home that night. <laughs> but like I said, I kind of told him myself a little bit there. You know, I'm not a pothead anymore. Yeah. But you do a lot of crazy shit whenever you're 18. Sure. Uh, but Done a couple of things. But 
uh, long story short, right? You live, you learn, you grow up. But I've always consistently been as honest as I can be with anybody mm-hmm. in law enforcement. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't say the same, but uh, <laughs> it's just made life easy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes maybe a little too. <laughs> can I? A little too honest, but can't honest. say the same thing about the uh, cop thing. But you know, I've uh, I've lied a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean, I have a close friend. Actually, it's a it was a girlfriend of someone I went to school with. Uh, I ended up just really enjoying like spending time with her parents and her father. Like he, he was a state trooper. Well, now he's a sergeant, I believe, but he was a state trooper. And then before that, he was a fire marshal of like the county. Mm-hmm. And then before that, he was in the army of infantry. Like the dude is a certifiable badass. Yeah. Like he goes, he goes and, um, he he mans those big ass guns like that go up and down the river at the border. Oh no shit! Yeah, like yeah, like he. I would not mess with this man. Man, that's something I couldn't do. Man was like border patrol. No, he was. So they have some wild stories though. Yeah, so he's like you'd be floating down the river, right? And you're sitting there just chilling. You got this turret that you're manning. And you look over and you see like these drug lords and they've got like these tigers on like a collar and leash right there up against the river or like the ti- they're playing with their tigers and like throwing balls in the river and the tigers like jumping in and like they're playing like just big ass house cats. And you know, these guys are like in like, you know, silk shirts and like nice pants and it's like they look like they never worked a day in their life <laughs> and you're just so like crazy. You know that guy does drugs. Yeah, sure. But, but you don't care because he's on this side of the river. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That little river separates a lot of problems. Yeah. Yep. It's wild, though. Let's see. This is why traveling is a good thing. You can see all kinds of crazy My, uh, stuff. I have an aunt and uncle that uh, you could throw a rock from their backyard. You could throw it into Mexico. And, uh, I mean, they just right on the border. And for the longest time, I don't know if they still do it, but I know they had told me at one time for the longest time, it, so that not that your house would get broken into and they'd steal your stuff, it would get broken into and they would steal like your food because they get across and they don't have anything to eat. So they would, your pantry is going to get robbed before you're going to get robbed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now, this was way back in the day. Who knows about now? I don't know. This is way back in the day. But my aunt, before she went to bed at night, she would pack like kids school lunches and just leave them on this little picnic table type thing they had it in the back house never got robbed but those bags weren't there when they woke up in the morning like because they were just coming across so fast they would just grab a bag and keep moving she was like hey man if six peanut butter and jelly sandwiches save me from having my house broke into i'll make them every night <laughs> it's yeah, pay little the pi- yeah. little ba- a little bag of chips and an apple you're good to go man <laughs> it's gotta pay the piper right yeah that's if that's what gets me through it that's what gets me through it that's crazy. Just from like your environment, like where you are, can just change so much about like how, what your daily life is. Yeah, you say that even down to the way you speak, because even they've, of course, they've lost it since then because they've moved around and stuff like that. But my two cousins that that my aunt, her two kids, yeah, that's where they grew up. You know, that's that's the house they grew up in. And if you were talking to them on the phone right now, you would. Well, not now, but back then. If you were talking to him on the phone, swear up and down you were talking to a Mexican dude. Yeah. Like, you would just think you were talking to a Mexican dude because they had a, they were white as I am, but they had a very distinct Mexican accent because that's what they grew up with. And you that's know, like, what they're around, yeah. That's what they're around, so their accent was a sound like a Mexican dude. You know, and like, not like some, like we're talking about Mexico, Mexican. You know, like not the... Not some ghetto ass dude that you know, like Tex Mex. Yeah, Tex-Mex. no, he, they sounded like a legit like Mexican dude from you know? the motherland. Yeah, and you were like, <laughs> "You're white, man. Like you're whiter than I am, but you sound like a Mexican dude." You know, hmm. they can rattle Spanish off like you wouldn't believe. Like it's it's insane. Yeah, my uh, my, I mean, no one would know this except for maybe a few personal like people that know right. me on the show, but uh, like my dad, he's. Well, he's my stepfather, but he's my father. Right. You know? um, but like he's this 
six foot, six foot one, you know, like three hundred pound dude. Yeah, got a big red burly beard. He got real pink cheats from always being uh-huh. like windburn, white. Like yeah, he is a ca- the white guy. He is a Caucasian yeah. dude, token white right? guy. Uh, oh. but he's been in construction like mm-hmm. pretty much his whole life. And I can remember, I can remember a time, uh, first time I was ever on a construction site with him. I'm walking in, and you know, from time to time, I get like these random Hispanic people try to talk to me. Uh, you know, I'm 18 years old. I don't, I don't know any Spanish. <laughs> uh, I've been here my whole life. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I can remember him walking into a room and he's trying to, you know, he's trying to get a fixture put in and, you know, you have framers and you have drywallers and, you know, construction, you have all these different trades kind of trying to work together to mm-hmm. figure stuff out. And he walks up to this guy in this room doing some work and he goes, Hey, where's the boss at? And the guy's like, I don't understand. And then for the first time, <laughs> literally grew up with this guy in my house my like i was in his house my entire life and he looks at him and he asks it again and then he says the same thing and then he says it but he says it in a different language yeah, and i'm like perfect spanish i just stop <laughs> and i my i cut my head to the side i look at him real hard and i'm like you know spanish and he's like i know enough to communicate with all of this stuff, I mean, I, I can't speak Spanish, but the way it came out, I, I I was convinced. I was like, nope, that guy knows how to speak Spanish, and he has never let me know that my entire <laughs> life. You say, so this is on the subject, off the subject, but so one thing that makes me mad faster than anything is this how me being on day shift now, I see it more than I ever did when I was on the off shifts. Yeah. The... The way people treat the cafeteria people uh-huh. drives me all the way to drinking. Like it, that those people get treated more like shit than I've ever. I mean, like people are just all out rude to them, mm-hmm. and which drives me nuts. I can't stand that. First off, I don't care how shitty your life is and how shitty your day is. Don't be an asshole to somebody else, and don't think you're ever above anyone. Above that motherfucker's working in a cafeteria, and you're working over on this end. And guess what? Their money pays the same fucking electric company your money pays to. So, you know what I'm saying? So, don't ever shit on somebody's job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that makes me matter than anything. Yeah. And the way they talk to those people, it's like they're dogs or something. And it, so, I don't know how to speak Spanish. Yeah. But I know how to say hello. I know how to say, how's your day going? Yeah. And are, you know, the, the equivalent of it. You know, yeah. I know how to say thank you. I know how to say, uh, uh, is your day going? Okay? You know, I, I know enough that I can walk up to these people that are working at the cafeteria and I can talk to them in their language enough to say, hey, man, how's it going? Thank you. I appreciate it. I want that. You know, I can like, I can get by. You're I can do that. an effort. Yeah, because so, I figure in my do. head, I don't give two shits. You're the one that came from another country and you came over here to a place where you don't know how to communicate with anybody you got a job and now you're giving me food so the least i can do is learn eight sentences out of your fucking language so that we can somehow communicate with each other like i can go you went the 90 let me go the 10 you know what i'm saying like it's not that hard but the way people talk to them up there i i have to stop myself every day from just slapping a motherfucker stupid because i'm like it drives me nuts man i cannot stand when you treat people like that like you think this some bitch's money don't spend like yours does like yeah they don't get paid they don't get paid monopoly mother you monopoly money you bastard like it's the same george washington you get paid with yeah. like but you're gonna shit on their job like that get out of here dude you think you're better than them because you have a different job yeah like, last I checked, there's so much paying their bills too. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it drives, I don't know, that, and I see it more and more on day shift than I do any other shift, and it drives me crazy because at where we work, the people that are during that shift shouldn't be the ones that are judging. You know, like, it's like, oh, you're a dick. Like, you're just an asshole, man. Yeah. Like, no. You're a pure dick. Hey, small world, right? Mm-hmm. On that same, on that same topic. Uh, one one of the women that actually works in the cafeteria on day shift was my very first supervisor, the very first food job I got. Yeah, and I remember walking in like four years ago, and I was like, "Oh, 
Sonia. Yeah, and I don't she, care how it, it Sonia. Yeah. I, I kind of, I don't know why I thought yeah. it was Sonia, but I was and like, it's going to be Sonia. Like, Jordan. Yeah. And I was like, hey, how's it going? We sat and talked for like 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. It's crazy. But I don't know. Just, I don't know. You know me. I, I, I somehow know everybody. Yeah. But that <laughs> makes me, it, it, it irritates me, man. And I watch it every day and it bothers me. I'm like, why? Why are you, why are you going to be a dick, man? I, you know, I don't really know where that part of culture came from either. I don't either. Uh, but uh, I, I think a lot of people are starting to get, like, getting their eyes opened and understanding that that's, like, because you work in an office, or, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, yeah, single yeah, yeah. anybody out, but, like, just because your life and what you picked it and the path that it's on is different from somebody else's doesn't make it better. No. Or worse. Just like, makes it different. By all means, have pride in your life. Exactly. But don't let it turn into something more than you having pride for yourself. Because whenever you have pride for yourself, that's great. But whenever the pride for yourself makes other people small, whenever you look through that lens, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, you're an asshole. That, like, there's a, you're there's an asshole, no, man. Like, as someone... As someone who's come from a house who has had a mother who has most of the time worked in an office setting and a father who has been a blue-collar worker right. my entire life, I saw no difference, no, no difference no. in, like, they both equally provided income. Like, yes, maybe one provided more than the other, but they both... Got they, up both every day. Put, they both put money in the kitty. Yeah, they both got up every day. They both went to work. They both, you know, did what they were yeah. supposed to do. They were both providing for their family. Yeah. And to me, like, I know my mother doesn't do this, but she wouldn't shit on somebody because she, because someone had a blue collar trade. No. And I don't know. I just like, because you went to school for four years. Great. And you got a degree and, you know, you have an office setting. That's great. And by all means, take pride in that. Take pride in that. That's Be great. proud that you did that. But don't don't oh. let it turn into something ugly. Yeah, don't shit on somebody else because they didn't do it. Well, you know, that's I don't know, man. I just have a hard time with that. Now, have you ever seen have you ever uh have you ever listened to MLK's uh Street Sweeper speech? No. no. You need to. Um because honestly, if everyone had that mindset the way that he paints that picture yeah. as far as personal pride goes, you wouldn't have room to worry about anybody else. Yeah. I don't know, man. That kind of shit bothers me, but uh, I guess it is what it is. It's we're true. St- again, we're still talking about first world problems. It's still first world problems. <laughs> it's still first world problems. But like, uh, I know it's been a while since I've listened to it and I don't want to mess it up because he is a, he's a, he's a, there's no other way to put it. I mean, he's he's like when it comes to civil rights, he's a god among men. Yeah, sure. But uh, when he talks about the street sweeper speech in the street sweeper speech, he really gets into uh, doing your job to the best of your ability and doing it so well that when every other person sees the the result of you doing your job, that they have pride for you because you yeah. do your job so well. If everybody would do a little more of that and a little less worrying about what everybody else was doing, just worry about you, man. That's true. Fuck with you. Just fuck with you. Don't fuck with everybody. Just fuck with you. Yeah. If you fuck with you, that's all you got to deal with, man. Don't don't fuck with everybody else. Whatever your job it That was a yeah. weird-ass sound. I that, didn't know what that was. That's a car. Yeah, I was like, what the hell was that? Uh, it's an 84 Honda. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you fuck with you, man, and you don't fuck with anybody else, you're going to be fine. That's... Just live your life like that. That's what I tell my kid all the time. If I don't tell her this way, but just just fuck with you, man. Don't don't you worry. Know, if someone needs help, by all means, help them out. Don't let them be a leech, but help them out if they need help. But other than that, fuck with you, and that's all you got to do. There's so much truth to that. Right. You know what's it's crazy about that is, like you said, the world would be a better place if, if more people did that sure. and less. But even to take it to another level, it's so simple. It's so simple. There's because of what the the social standard is and what the norm is for people always focusing on other people. No one looks at themselves. No, ever. No, reflects on themselves. You keep your head down for four years and focus on anything that has to do with you, and you master something. 
you master one thing <laughs> that has to do with you, by the time you look up because you've had your head down grinding so hard, yeah. you're going to realize that that race that you were running and you were looking at everybody else running that race, <laughs> you're going to turn around yeah, and you go, where'd everybody go? Yeah, where'd everybody go? Because they're all sitting there bickering over bullshit. Over bullshit, Every man. Every single day. Yep. There's more. Like, we have a very simple job that we do. Yeah. It's not hard. It's not hard. All the stress that I've probably experienced has nothing to do with the job. Nope. And that's crazy to me. Yeah. Nope. But it is what it is. I don't want to keep talking about work. Yeah. Well, we're not going to keep talking anyway because uh, this episode's over. What? Yeah, we're finished, man. It was fun, man. I'm so glad we're doing this again. I've missed it so bad. I almost need... It's like my therapy. I know. It is. It is. <laughs> I swear. And the longer you do it, it's like it, when you don't get to do it for a week, you're like, oh, I have so much I need to say. I need a mic. I need, yeah, a, mic. I need a mic. Yeah, it's like going to therapy in front of everybody. <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. I surprised a whole hour. Yeah, we're close, man. I don't know exactly, but I guarantee you we're getting close to 50. Can you see it there? No, I can't see nothing. Oh, no, we're over an hour, Bubba. Uh, we're over. Okay. Well, we there's are, a camera in the way. So. We are over. We are over an hour right now. All right. Well, that's pre- it, man. Yeah. This is our first episode together. Yeah. Just by ourselves. Yeah. I'm so happy. It's all right. It was a good one. I had fun. Yeah, I had fun too. All right, man. See you next time. See you next time. Colton's the one who does all the uh, the promoting. Oh, not a promoter. I'll try. I'll see you next time. Uh, we all we all promote. <laughs>